This Bible teaching comes to you from the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Here now is Pastor Victor Jibuke with the Word of God. Thank you for again for joining us today and I just want to thank God for the privilege of uh, just sharing his word together with you. Pray that he will bless you and the Holy Spirit will bless us as we look into God's word. This month we have been uh, looking at the theme, I will build my church and um, it's taken of course from Matthew chapter 16 where Jesus was responding to Peter's declaration, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and Jesus says, well, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, uh, but my father who is in heaven and you are Peter. And um, I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, let me say this, that when you look at that verse in itself, you realize that Jesus was already pointing towards a battle that is taking place. And when he says the gates of hell will not prevail, he's saying, look, I am building my church, but you have to understand that there are forces, enemies against what I am doing, against the building of my people, against the purposes, against my will, my plans. But I tell you what, because I'm building, I am going to be victorious. And this, this today I want to just concentrate on this concept of warfare. And the topic today is weapons of war, weapons of war. And I'm going to take my scripture, my verse from Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 20, where the prophet speaking under the anointing, under the influence, inspiration of the Almighty says, you are my hammer. Some translations say battle axe. You are my hammer and weapon of war. With you, I break nations in pieces. With you, I destroy kingdoms. Hallelujah. You are my Hammer, you are my weapon of war, weapons of war. And today, saints, I want to tell you that you are a mighty, awesome missile, arsenal of attack in God's hands. And so when the church is being attacked, when God's purposes is being attacked, when the things that God wants to do in the lives of others is being attacked, when the enemy brings um, uh, uh, obstacles and barriers and brings strongholds into the lives of people, let me tell you that you are an agent in God's hands. You are a, a weapon of war in God's hands to tear down, to bring down. It says to destroy, to break nations in pieces, to destroy kingdoms. We are all engaged in this warfare. This is warfare that is not between two kingdoms, two nations. This is nothing to do with physical fighting each other and temporary consequences. This warfare is spiritual. It is. It concerns every single man, woman and child that comes into this world. It is it has far-reaching consequences, devastating consequences for the loser in this warfare. And yes, many people don't want to talk about the warfare that we're involved in spiritually, but it's very real, saints, very real. There are victories and there are defeats involved in this warfare. 
It's not temporary. The consequences, the consequences can be unchangeable and eternal. And I want us to focus on this and focus on what God has to say about our part in this warfare and what he is doing. In Luke chapter 11, 21 to 26, Jesus says this, when a strong man armed keeps his palace, his goods are in place. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he takes from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divides his spoils. He who is not with me is against me and he who guides not with me scatters. Christ speaks of the enemy, the Satan and his forces. He says he is a strong man and his strength is absolutely evident when we look around us and we see the consequences of what he does. From the moment that Satan tempted Adam and Eve to disobey God to all of the various things that has happened in this world, bringing sin into the world, bringing rebellion against the world, holding people captive, preventing them from going into eternal destiny with God. There is a lot that the enemy is doing in terms of uh, 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 um, bringing the, the uh, devastation and destruction into the lives of people. What is his objective? What is the purpose of the enemy? Well, John 10, 10 is very clear what he is doing, what his objective is. Jesus says this, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life coming from the NLT Version. So there we see very clearly the consequences, the objective of Satan's actions. It's to kill, it's to steal, it's to destroy. And when we look around at the devastation in our society, the moral confusion that goes on in today's society, where right has become wrong and wrong has become right, there are no absolutes anymore. It's about if that's okay with you, that's fine. It's not okay with me. Everyone seems free to determine what morality is, what is right and what is wrong. It's almost like, you know, what is described in scriptures where it says that no one is interested in what is good anymore. It's all about me, I and myself. There seems to be almost a concerted effort, a collusion to ensure that there is a generation of young men and women that do not understand what God's purpose is for their lives. They do not care much about what God wants for their lives. They do not even know what is good or what is evil. There is such confusion going on out there that it's crazy what the enemy is doing to wreck the lives of a next generation, to wreck the lives and the future of young men and young women. Let me tell you something that really broke my heart. One of my colleagues this week was saying how one of her cousins, very, very intelligent young woman who was studying to be a lawyer and um, was, you know, her parents are wealthy, was brought up well, very close to her, suddenly was found dead in her room um, just the other day. And the question was, how can this be? What was it? She was not ill. There was no issue that anybody could, to, could point to. She was doing very well. She was very brilliant. In the days leading up to it, my, my, my colleague was saying, I spoke to her. She was very close to me. And we were having a wonderful time. But suddenly was dead. 
When they found, what they found out later was that she and her friends, about five of them, had gone to a party a few days beforehand. And in that party, they had taken some drugs. But it wasn't, the, and they were all, unfortunately, found dead uh, a couple of days later. It wasn't the drugs that killed them, but it was if those drugs had been spiked. And because the drugs has been spiked by evil men and women who wanted the, these drugs to be more addictive than they should be, suddenly, of course, the, the poor, innocent, I say innocent, um, young men and young women who were taking these drugs were found, suddenly found their destruction. So what's going on? It ended. Their lives were terminated and ended. This is an example of what the enemy is doing to ruin and destroy the lives of people in our society. And what I'm saying to you is this, that God says, you are my weapons of war. You are my battle axe. You are my hammer. With you, I want to take down nations. With you, I want to destroy kingdoms. What is God saying here, saints? God is saying that I want to use you and you and you to bring down the, the, the kingdoms, the, the false kingdoms, the false idols, the false gods that have been set up in the lives of your children, in the lives of your family members, in the church, in the, in the, in, in the lives of the people that you come across day by day. I want to use you as my battle axe. I want to use you as my enforcer. I will get the victory. I have already won the victory, but I want you to enforce that victory in the lives of people. How exciting it is that God can use can use you and me we are such weak and helpless people and yet God is saying I can do I can use you to deal blows and blows against what the enemy is doing in the lives of people when you speak I want to see I would I would make sure that there is signs and there are signs and wonders that back up your will your, your words when you move I will move with you by my spirit says the Lord hallelujah when you speak demons will tremble in my name you will cast out demons in my name you will you will heal the sick you will raise the dead you will speak freedom to those who are in prison those who, has, who the enemy has put in chains you will bring freedom to them that is what God wants to do in our lives through you this year will you believe it and rise with me in faith knowing that God can do these things in the name of Jesus you know God in the context of the message in Jeremiah chapter 51 when God says are you are my hammer that message there was in the context where God was predicting the destruction of Babylon this was the three nations that God was using Jeremiah to prophesy against there was Egypt there was Moab and there was Babylon Babylon was saved as the last one of those prophecies it spanned 113 verses um, three chapters just on one nation. Why? Because Babylon was oppressing people, oppressing God's people, harming them. They were so happy doing what they were doing against the people of God. But what did God say? Well, look, in, in verse 24, God says, Before your eyes, I will repay Babylon and all who live in Babylonia for all the wrong they have done in Zion. God is saying, I'm going to take revenge against those who are oppressing my people, those who are harming them, those 
who are speaking lies against them and deceiving them, those who have held them in bondage, in slavery for those wrongs. It's my time of vengeance. I'm going to come against them and I'm going to use you as my battle axe. I'm going to use you as my weapon of vengeance against the enemies of God. In the name of Jesus today, every enemy of God's people, those who are oppressing God's people, those who are holding them captive and, and denying them the, the, the ability to go into the purposes of God, into the, into the will of God for their lives to progress and to prosper. God has declared vengeance on them. God has declared uh, revenge. And today I'm saying to you that God wants to use you and I to enforce the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's interesting how God describes what was going to happen to Babylon. It's in, in verse 11, 12, it says, make bright the arrows, gather the shields. The Lord has raised up the spirit of the kings of the Medes for his device is against Babylon to destroy it because it's the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his people. Start, set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon. Make the watch strong, set up the watchman, prepare the ambush for the Lord has both devised and done that which he spake against the inhabitants of Babylon. This Babylon represents those, the enemies of God's people, those who had, who had bent on bringing God's people down and holding them down. But God was saying, I am going to set them free. This is the time of freedom. Remember, we are saying that God will build his church. God, he's building his church. He's building his people. He's doing this and he's using and he wants to use you and I this year that we have just entered into. He wants to use us as the people that are going to demonstrate the victory of God, that are going to demonstrate what God is doing. We are going to be used to do mighty things. Wherever the spirit is moving, you will be there. Where, whatever the spirit is doing, you will be part of it. God is not going to to, uh, he's not going to come down from heaven to do things. God is going to enable us. He's going to empower us. And we are going to be the, uh, the hammer of God. We are going to be his weapons for war. Declared, God has already declared the war. And he's already declared the victory. And so we just have to go and claim it. In verse 15 to 19 of Jeremiah 15, it's a, uh, Jeremiah 51, it says, He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom and stretched out the heaven by his understanding. When he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightnings, lightnings for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. Hallelujah. This is the God that we serve. Everyone is dull-hearted without knowledge. Every metalsmith is put to shame by the carved image, for his molded image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. There are so many that serve false gods. There are so many that serve the false gods of materialism, of selfishness, of money, of sex, of alcohol, of drugs, or whatever it is. But, you know, these are false gods. They cannot bring satisfaction in the lives of people, all that, that they do is hold people bound. Addictions in all its forms, all it does is to keep you bound, keep you in, in, in oppression, and you're never going to be able to live a life of freedom. But today, 
Christ is declaring freedom. He says, I have come that they might have life, John 10, 10, that they might have it more abundantly. I want to declare it now into your life that God is going to bring life into you that you've never known before. God is going to bring strength into you that you never know, known before. The strength to not just live life abundantly, but the strength and the power and the ability to be an agent of God's enforcement of his victory in the lives of the people in your family, the people in your workplace, the people out and about that you meet. Those who need God will find him. Those who need to know Jesus will find Jesus because God is building his church and he's building it through you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me finish this by just saying what is required of you. God says you are my hammer. You are my battle axe. You are my weapon of war. With you, I will destroy kingdoms. Hallelujah. Let me tell you now what is needed of us. Well, the first thing that we need, to be honest, is faith. Paul speaks in, in um in, in uh, First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, it says, fight the good fight of faith. The fight that you and I are involved with is a fight of faith. We are never going to get anywhere without faith. Because we need the faith of Christ to move. We don't fight with physical weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We serve a mighty God, as I've read before. He describes the might, the, his mightiness in, in Jeremiah 51, 15, and we read in other places. And, and God is, and God is mighty, but in, in spiritually, also, our weapons are mighty, but we need faith to take hold of those weapons and to fight with them. The faith that we need comes from God's word. So you're going to need to take hold of God's word like you've never done before. His promises for your life. What God has said, has he not said it? Will he not do it? Uh, hallelujah. Has he promised he will not, would he not perform it? So you need God's word so that when you take hold of that word and you move, you find that an impossible becomes possible. The things that are out there in the invisible becomes visible. Hallelujah. There is a demonstration of the power and glory in your life. I declare it that there will be a demonstration of the God's power and God's glory in your life this year, in every area, in your family, in your finances, in your workplace. This year, you will see evidence of the glory of God in you as you walk by faith, not out of sight, not by sight. You're not going to see the things that are visible. You're going to see the invisible God who's going to do visible things in your life in the name of Jesus. Jesus. When you read Hebrews 11, you see the roll call of faith because the, it starts with that and it says faith is the evidence of things hoped for, things not seen. So, and he gives us a roll call of those who were marked by faith in their journey from Abel to Moses. And even before Christ was born, there were so many people that walked by faith and they won these battles that they fought in life because they had faith in the God who had called them. Do you have faith in the God who has called you? The Bible tells us in Hebrews that the, those men looked forward to the promised Christ. They didn't even see him, but they looked forward to him. We have him now. We have Jesus now. And they saw him that was invisible. And by this, it says the, the elders obtained a good report. So you need faith, my, my sister, my brother. You need to move in faith because God says you are his weapon of war. And if you're going to fight and 
and see victory, you need uh, the faith. And the second thing I was going to mention before we finish is that we are going to know the victory of God as his enforcers, as his battlers, as his hammer, as his weapons of war by watching and by prayer and by fighting uh, with the whole armor of God. And you can read the scriptures, 1 Peter 5, 8, John 8, 44, Ephesians 6, 11, Luke chapter 22, 31. All of these tell us that we need to watch and pray, you know, and we need to put on the full armor of God. Jesus told his disciples, this does not come out, but by prayer and fasting. You know, sometimes we need to understand that God requires of us to be people who are prepared to make the sacrifice in order to see God's will and his purposes performed in the life of the church. When was the last time that you put yourself in a place of intercession for those who really need God's intervention in their lives? When did you intercede for the elders, for the leaders of this church, for those who minister in this church? When last did you couple, did you bring them before God and say, Lord, help them, strengthen them. Let me encourage you this year like you've never done before. Go to a time of prayers and as, as many times as possible and intercede for others. Yes, I know you need many things. You need money, you need house, you need cars. I understand that. But God wants to use you as a weapon of war, a fight. The, bat, the devil is raging in the life of the church, in the lives of God's people. And God is looking for someone to stand in the gap and to breach the wall and to say you know what I'm going to stand here on behalf of families that I know that are really going through a lot right now I know a family that's going through a lot I know a leader that is going through a lot I'm going to stand in the gap I'm going to wage war against the enemy that is trying to devastate their lives I know a young man or a young woman that is really needs God's help right now they need God in their lives they need an intervention of God or I know someone who is sick with cancer or sick with disease I'm going to send a word of of healing to them I'm going to send a word of deliverance hallelujah look my friends if you start to allow God to use you in prayer in fasting for the lives of others I tell you your life will never be the same again you will not wake up and and try to think what am I doing with my life or what's my purpose because your purpose will be clear Your purpose is so clear, which is that God is using you to bring down nations, false nations, spiritual nations I'm talking about, bringing down false kingdoms, spiritual kingdoms that have been set up against progress, against success. That's what God wants to use you for. Why don't I encourage you this year that you take the word of God like you've never done before and begin to fight with the word of God. Take the promises of God and fight with them. You are a weapon. I don't know whether you understand what God is saying here, how powerful you are. You might feel helpless today. You might feel like I have no no power, no strength. I don't even know enough of the word, but let me tell you now, he gives strength to those who are weak. Hallelujah. Those who have no might, he he gives them, he strengthens them, and he will strengthen you right now. He will strengthen you for that fight. You're not going to lose the fight. I promise you this. I declare it right now. You will not fail in this battle. You will succeed. Hallelujah. At the highest level. In the name of Jesus. Let me wrap up and just summarize. Remember, we've been talking about 
weapons of war. I'm saying that God is saying that you are my battle axe, my weapon of war. Hallelujah. With you, I will bring down kingdoms. The enemy is strong. His purpose is destruction. His purpose is to bring people down. His purpose is to steal, to kill, to destroy, to make sure, prevent people from freedom, from release, from achieving the highest purposes of God in their lives. But Christ has come to set them free and he's going to use you to set people free, to to bring uh, uh, the kingdom of the devil down in the lives of people. By your words, by your actions, by the way you live your life, you're going to know what it means to be victorious. Hallelujah. You are his weapon in his fight. May God help you. May God help us as we continue in this wonderful year. God is going to do amazing things amongst us. God is building his church. He has never lost a battle. He will not lose this one. But but you know what? All of us are going to share in this victory. We are going to know amazing victories this year. Hallelujah. As God surprises us with his goodness and with his favor. Amen. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let me encourage you today, right now. Why don't you just give your life to him? Start again. It's a new year. Start afresh with God. Just say a quick quick little prayer as I close. Just say a quick little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you right now. I recognize that I am a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to cleanse me. Let your spirit come now. Be Lord and Savior of my life. From today, I want to give myself to you and to you alone. Amen. This is awesome. If you've prayed that prayer, let me encourage you to contact us. Use the chat button or just go online and let us know you so that we can help you and support you as you begin this exciting new journey in God. Bless you. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching. You just listened to Pastor Victor Jibuke of the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Our address is 13 Tyres Terrace, Lambeth, London, SE11 5LZ. Call us on 020-7820-9917. Find us on the web at www.apostolic-anc.org. The All Nation Center, reaching out into the community in practical and caring ways.